I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. One is Mark and John's the other. They're just friends. They are not lovers. It's two old queens. It's two old queens. They're just sassy, not that mean. Two old queens. It's two old queens. Now shut up. Hello. Welcome to Two Old Queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Rennie. Oh, Mark. My heart is broken with how much joy there is about our guests this week. Please let everyone know who is joining us. They're an actor, writer, comedian who you know from UCB and the Sundance Short Blocks. It's Ruha Taslimi. Yay. Yay. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> they were a friend of mine. <laughs> Ruha, are you a fan of Westerns? Oh, that's a great question. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're a California native, right? Aren't you an LA native? I am. So oh, a child LA, of the West. Oh, a child wow. of the West. Sunset very Magazine. Very Western. Yeah, very Western. Um, <laughs> yes. Can't Sunset get much Magazine. more Western. Subscribe no. to Sunset Magazine. For... I did for a time. Did you? Really? What were well, the I got articles a, I bought a, like? Uh, breezy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> My mom used to cl- clip out the recipes from Sunset Magazine mm-hmm. and always be like, a, there. you know, like a tuna casserole, but with like a jalapeno twist or something. Uh, sure, you know? perfect. Very California. <laughs> yeah. She made some weird <laughs> thing. I don't know if this was from Sunset, but at the time we thought it was good. But now it seems that this is very 70s dish where she would take peach halves, uh-huh. put a meatball in it and then <laughs> bake the whole thing. That's that's the definition of the 70s recipe. Yeah, right but there. honestly, it sounds strange to have like you eat the meatball first and then you're looking at this hot peach have with like little bits of ground beef in it and Ooh. some salt. Honestly, yeah. it was delicious. That explains all of your fetishes. <laughs> I love Listen, a meaty peach house. <laughs> I love stuffing meatballs in, in, into stuff. Fruit? The juicy that. ass, sure. <laughs> um, 
Truly, tomatoes, peppers. Sure. What do you <laughs> Besides yeah, yeah, meaty yeah, asses, yeah. you know, cabbage. Right, yeah, yeah. right, right. Of around, the classics. Um, <laughs> uh, but, and tomato, I'm like, that's not that far off from a peach. Don't get John started on tomatoes. Oh, he sorry. hates tomatoes. <laughs> I don't like them, no. I don't even yeah. like them on my plate. Out of here. <laughs> I'll give it to Mark. You take care of this. <laughs> Oh, so westerns, westerns. <laughs> yeah, so westerns. Um, I don't know, not like sure, kind of <laughs> like <laughs> not like I wouldn't define myself as like a lover of the western genre. Uh, sure, but yeah, some are. You're not opposed. Fun. I'm not opposed, and I love. <laughs> you won't leave the room. <laughs> and I love a cowboy, and I love a western theme. I'm into the aesthetic for sure. Are you more like sure. you'd rather like? Do you like Frontierland? Is that like that kind of Western? Mm, I love Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. <laughs> I love Big Thunder. Don't get me started was, on the good one. It was like my favorite. <laughs> sure. Is that what your tattoo is from? It is. I do have a tattoo of Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. Okay. You don't have a you don't have a tattoo of the well, railroad. Right. You have a yeah, character no. on the railroad. It's impossible to see. It's impossible. <laughs> it's impossible this to show. Audio the, medium. They have a look at my Mark's forearm. tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to do that. Maybe something on the Instagram. Maybe put it there. There you there go. There we go. There, there we, we go. go. There we go. I got a tattoo of the goat with the stick mm-hmm. of dynamite in its mouth. Mm-hmm. There you go. Have I ever gotten able to skip the line? No. Oh. And I'm outraged. Have you tried? You've never I, tried when I was with no, you. No, I've never tried, but I, I don't want to make a, I don't, I don't want to be the one to ask. I want them to go like, sir, what a great tattoo, please. <laughs> but that's why you're always the doing front. these weird stretches oh, yeah. when I'm we're on the line. Like, oh, oh. lotion, you know, <laughs> sunscreen. Well, there's first 10 minutes of struggling of figuring out how to get anyone to see the <laughs> yes. tattoo on your arm. <laughs> yes. Rotating the arm and being like, oh, they still can't see it. <laughs> <laughs> this teenager didn't notice my forearm. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then a lot of like, oh, did you see my tattoo? <laughs> oh, did, I, did that happen to catch your eye? Did I drop oh. a tattoo? Excuse me. Oh. <laughs> um, you know, so I might as well get it. Speaking of flirty uh, Western mm-hmm. environments. Sure. <laughs> today we're talking about, I can't believe it's taken us this many episodes to finally get to one of the grand poobahs of queer cinema yeah it's safe to say brokeback mountain john what's the deal with brokeback mountain mark let me tell you the deal with brokeback mountain it was directed by ang lee with a screenplay by diana osana and larry mcmurtry adapted from a short story by annie prue and the film depicts the complex romantic relationship between two cowboys in the american west from 1963 to 1983 it stars heath ledger Jake Gyllenhaal, Michelle Williams, Anne Hathaway, Linda Cardellini, Anna Faris, David Harbour, and Randy Quaid. It was released in limited release on December 9th, 2005, and went on to make $178.1 million off a budget of $14 million. Roger Ebert gave it four stars in his review, stating, the filmmakers have focused so intently and with such feeling on Jack and Ennis that the movie is as observant as work by Bergman. And even conservative radio host Michael Medved described it as extremely well done, although he felt the film was pushing the gay agenda. (laughs) It was was nominated for eight Oscars, winning Best Director for Ang Lee, Best Adapted Screenplay, Best Original Score. And it was nominated for Best Lead Actor for Heath Ledger, Best Supporting Actor for Jake Gyllenhaal, Best Supporting Actress for Michelle Williams, Best Cinematography, and it scandalously lost Best Mm. Picture to Crash. 
<laughs> and on March 23rd, 2006, Randy Quaid filed a lawsuit against Focus Features for misrepresenting Brokeback Mountain as a low-budget art house film with no prospect of making any money in order to secure his him for a cheaper rate. But then Quaid's publicist later said he dropped the lawsuit as the company agreed to pay him a settlement, but the company denies that this ever happened. And that is the deal with Brokeback Mountain. So, Ruha, we asked you to pick a movie. You uh-huh. picked Brokeback Mountain. Why Brokeback Mountain? Well, um, I do love it. I, <laughs> plus. Um, I noticed, you know, that Brokeback hadn't been hadn't been reviewed yet, hadn't been talked about. And yeah. I was like, oh, Brokeback. Um, it's it's a favorite, and it is like it's so strange because I'm like 2005 doesn't seem like long enough ago that it was like so groundbreaking for this movie to happen at the time. And yet it was, yeah, it was a very big deal when it happened. It's nice that like, you can be like, Oh, so much kind of, it feels like a lot of progress since Mm -hmm. 2005. So just in, in, in the span of their love affair of (laughs) 20 years. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it is amazing, like, how much, like, how many, like, the interviews with the actors, there was so much of, like, were you afraid to do this? Were you yeah. worried about doing this? And it seems so not a question that people would ask now. If, yeah. a, if a straight actor were to play a gay role, there wouldn't be any, like, were you worried that people, that there would be, a, you know, any repercussions? It was really groundbreaking that it was so lauded as, like, such bravery and, and right. like, I know. boldness <laughs> on their parts. Whereas, like, now, if How anything, you you're, it? like, just get, cast gay people. Why are these yeah. guys? Yeah. Like, How did you make out? Producers, right. How did you possibly manage to make out with Jake Gyllenhaal? Yes. Oh, boy. Yeah. Yeah. And arm. make that believable yeah. and, yeah. and heart-wrenching. What? Two men, mm-hmm. like, showing their passion like this? Like, yeah. Truly, like showing a really passionate, heartbreaking story of this love, of this queer love, mm-hmm. wasn't a thing we saw. Definitely not mainstream. Right. And um, still, in right. some ways, hardly at all yeah. ever now, too. Maybe gonna, on TV right. shows you see it, but like queer cinema is kind of like, with, when's the last time there was like a big gay movie? I mean, now what studio. you would, the, I feel like the next thing would be a gay Marvel superhero. Right. Yeah. But this kind of like really intense, like artistic, like an art house film that's mm-hmm. right. But on this grand scale, it's a it's a great picture. It's a great film. A great yeah. picture. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really great picture. It's one of the classics. <laughs> it's making Buffo box office. This picture. <laughs> so it sounds like you're a big fan. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Right. And I think that it's done really well. I mean, the score is just like I still am obsessed with the Avocative. score. Yeah. <laughs> Like my feelings, like it really still does get me. I know. I once did like a trivia contest like a few months ago at work, all over Zoom. Mm. But like the one was like identify the movie by like just a few notes of the soundtrack. And as soon as like you heard that ping, the guitar, I was like, "Broke that mountain!" (laughs) Everyone else, shut up. This is mine. (laughs) I know it. Know it. And this gave me an opportunity to own it because I think I mentioned oh. in the movies I picked, I was like, I own most of these. So if, yeah. If not available. Did you buy the Blu-ray? No, I bought, I bought it on Amazon. Cause I was, it was like, I always buy it if I love the movie and right. if it's the $1 price more. is pretty close. Yeah. It was literally right. $1 more. It was $2.99 yeah. to buy it. 
two dollars and yeah, you'd be a fool not to buy it yeah i was and 199 to rent i was like well, what <laughs> this is not a decision thank you <laughs> so proud owner proud owner a broke back man and if anyone wants needs a broke back mountain night just let me know <laughs> broke back mountain night at ruha's chili out of cans <laughs> bring your own beans bring your byob don't bring soup don't bring soup it's too hard to bring thank you do not bring entrails <laughs> no no hunting elk in my yard but <laughs> i have so yeah i have elk jerky but everything else is up to you uh john what do you had you seen brokeback mountain before yes i'd seen it when it came out this might have been the second time i watched it all the way through it's wonderful but it is not a casual watch you're not like oh let's just put brokeback mountain on fold some laundry and whatnot yeah. And so, like, I saw it when it came out and loved it and thought it was amazing and then rewatched it and was impressed again with how great it is and how really, like, beautiful and moving and wonderful it is. And it's, like, a lot of the reviews as I was looking through them were like, oh, it, it in a way, it takes its time to have, like, the impact, like, sneaks up on you. And I think that's really true because there's mm -hmm. also, like, they get to, like, the first sex scene. It doesn't take that long. You know what I mean? It's like, it's when there's, like, 20 to 30 minutes and there's a way in which you're like, oh, there's another two hours here. But it is so moving and so harrowing. And I have to say, rewatching it this time, I was way more impressed with Michelle. Not like I wasn't impressed with her before, but Michelle Williams, mm -hmm. to me, really, I was like, good Lord, like we don't talk about her performance enough in this movie because she was truly incredible and amazing in this film. And Heath Ledger's great. And Jake, like everyone's great. There's no weak link in this cast. Even the piece of garbage Randy Quaid is like perfect in that part, but like, perfect playing a piece of garbage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I buy him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that seems right. <laughs> this is totally believable. But yeah, I mean, just like totally uh, impressed anew with a Brokeback Mountain. Oh, it was really beautiful and very moving. Like a virgin. Like, exactly. Was <laughs> surprised at how moved I was seeing it again, even knowing how it all turns out. Even though you know there's going to be two shirts at the end, you knew yeah, it was coming. Yeah, one, but one in the other. It's going to flip. It's a whole thing. You see the transformation. It's all in the laundry. <laughs> but how about you, Mark? What are you bringing to Brokeback Mountain? I remember I saw this opening weekend at mm -hmm. the Grove. So this I was like the Grove place opening to weekend too. Mark. Maybe we were there. Oh my God. Maybe. Wouldn't that be amazing? Maybe. This was I like, think I saw it opening night at the Grove. I think it was Friday night. You I camped thought. out. It was like. The gay event. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it was very exciting. There was a charge through the theater. Um, of I remember loving it. Uh, I bought the soundtrack, listened to it repeatedly on my iPod, nice. which was a thing back then. Throwback. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but I don't know if I've seen it that much since. I think I've caught it like on TV here and there, but it's yeah. still great. I don't know. I think it's amazing. It's beautiful. I love a Western. So I love scenic mm -hmm. landscapes. Um, I love cowboys they're fucking hot i was once i think i mentioned this on the uh show before i was once tasked at a july 4th party last year to pick the stripper's oh, yes. outfit a male stripper's outfit and the i theme. said cowboy yeah, yeah. what are you not you gonna choose a cowboy yeah, no no it's a full hit so i loved it and it, well, i remember being when they announced crash at the oscars i think that's when i truly lost my academy award innocence Mm. I was like, well, I think I remember immediately turning it off. Wow. Like, the, these awards are wrong. They're, and no, they've been dead to me ever since. Yeah. <laughs> so not even Moonlight reclaiming that didn't even. They've, there's too much damage. They're right every like five years. You know what I mean? But it, it can't sure. it can't make up for all the dumb. Decisions. I think I was broken before Brokeback, but oh. but sure. yes, Brokeback was a big one. 
that was a bad one. Yeah. Uh, well, Ruha, as you may or may not know, we are looking for the gayest movies ever. So we have, <laughs> That's a, complex, true. We have a complex <laughs> and Byzantine scoring system with which to judge them. So we're going to go through a ton of categories. At one point, you are going to come up with a category and it will be added, added to, to the wheel. wheel. What does that mean? Don't worry about it. We'll explain it when we get to it. Get off my broke back already. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so this is our current <laughs> top five gayest movies ever. This is the current. These are the, the Titans you're up against. In fifth place with an 89.70%. The Apple. In fourth place with an 89.81%. The Rocky Horror Picture Show. In third place with a 90.37%. Madonna, Truth or Dare. In second place with a 92.99%. The Bride of Frankenstein. And number one, still reigning champ with a 94.8%. 3% is female trouble. And that makes sense, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Ruha, if you had to guess now, how well do you think Brokeback Mountain is going to do? Oh, my God. Oh, this is so much Well, also say maybe this, uh, we've done another Larry McMurtry joint, Terms of Endearment. Larry <laughs> uh -huh. McMurtry co-wrote the screenplay, but then wrote the book Terms of Endearment was on. Terms of Endearment is 23rd place with a 76.91%. Okay, well, I'm rooting for top 10 for Brokeback. Top 10. Top 10. Okay. Yeah. I don't okay. know if it will, but, you know, finger, fingers crossed. Fingies I will say crossed. this. I uh, also feel like that's a, I feel like that's a solid bet, one I would put money on. Okay. We'll it, so I'm, not, I'm, I'm still going to be honest as I go in, as we go into the score. <sighs> yeah, right, John. Oh, yes, Mark. You're the only one who's honest in this Zoom. <laughs> You've made this prediction and you're going to do whatever it takes to make sure that. A hundred, a hundred, a hundred. <laughs> Shifty Nostradamus, we call them. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to this first group of categories are the canon categories. So for these, we're each going to give a score between zero and 100. Then we'll take the average of all three of our scores. So okay. first category, how would you rate Brokeback Mountain on a scale of zero to 100 in actual gay characters? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's at least four. Yeah. Four? Who are your four? Ennis and Jack, right? David Harbour, okay, and is that then the, all, is that Anna Ferris's husband? Yeah, yes. and uh -huh. then the alley in Mexico, and then the Mexico, oh, sure. <laughs> okay, gotcha. which honestly, if you're counting the alley in Mexico, I think everyone in Probably. that alley, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but this game for pay you know. counts, right? What's yeah. the opposite of nightmare um, alley? Uh, more like dream <laughs> alley. That place, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and they're the main characters. They're the main characters. Uh, I mean, it's the about two yeah. absolute leads. Yeah. So yes. I would say, yeah, 90. I'll give it a 90. Sure. Yeah. There was a lot of like discussion when this came out about like, are they gay or are they just like, do they even Bisexual know the concept or... of gay? Right, you know yeah. what I mean? But what does it matter? They're doing gay shit. People doing gay shit. That's enough. Well, I no, think it's also it, like yeah. very telling about how much like our understanding of sexuality has evolved in that time mm -hmm. of like, oh no, they're actually bisexual because they're this or they're, you know what I mean? As opposed to like, it's less, it's it's not a binary or even just like specific, mm -hmm. like there's a spectrum, there's shades yeah. to it. Like they're um, queer, they're living in a time and a place where it's literally dangerous to be so and they've repressed right. it. You know? <laughs> yeah, or right, yeah. Tried. Yeah, and, it's self-preservation yeah. or is dictating so much of their behavior. Yeah. yeah, I'm going to say 90 as well. I mean, the boys in the band to me is 100 because everyone in that film is gay. But this has some non-gay people in it. And like, they literally uh, leave a cake out in the rain. That's true. The Donna the Summer. Park reference? The Donna Summer of it all, <laughs> <Yeah>. yes. <laughs> so I will give it a 90 as well for actual gay characters. Uh, I don't know. I'm going to go 92. Just, um, Ooh, just to be Mark about it. 
They're on the poster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, the poster's 100%. Like... 100%. The poster's 100%. If we're grading yeah. the poster, yes. Uh, no doubt. Yes, 100. <laughs> uh, so got an average of 90.67, which is indeed the highest we've had in the last uh, 16 movies. Higher even than Beyond the Valley of the Dolls, which got an 89.33. Okay. So very nice. All right. Our next one, Gay Icons. What do we think? Well, there's Michelle Williams, Anne Hathaway, mm-hmm. Linda guess. Cardellini, Linda Freaks Carly. and Geeks. I don't know Anna Faris, like, I would Anna say. Faris. Anna Faris, sure. I feel like Kate none Mara. of them are like top shelf. I think Anne out. Hathaway is like a very strong, maybe not E. I don't you know. know. Anne superior. Hathaway has such a. Exactly. I, I will say that. Exactly. She is polarizing. I, I don't want to. <laughs> be mean about Anne, uh, Anne Hathaway, but, but I'm one of those people who is, <laughs> I, the, the nicest way I can describe it is I feel like I'm allergic to her. When I see her on screen, mm-hmm. I, I don't feel well. And so I don't think she's, she's not necessarily about, I've never met her. I don't know if she's is it because person. the musical theaterness of it all? And you don't, or do you feel like there's a part of you in her that you don't like seeing? I don't know that it's that. I think it's that she thinks she's more genuine than she is. Like, here's a thing that like made me, filled me with a white hot rage i will say this so with white les mis which she won her oscar good for her uh-huh. uh she in like one of those like packages when they were talking about it you know she plays fontaine and fontaine has that big solo i dreamed a dream and then she dies and it's this great wonderful belty song and anne hathaway said like she felt like it would be very selfish to belt the song because it's not true to the character which is like no you just can't sing it that way and also if we're talking about selfish apparently with les mis she did 20 takes of that song, even though after the fourth take, the director was like, I think we've got it. She was like, I need to do 16 more because I'm goddamn Anne Hathaway. That so, bitch. God. I just, everything oh. I hear about her makes me ill. Oh, but um, Stanley Kubrick does 60 <laughs> takes. You don't bat an eye. Well, well it's Stanley, Stanley, Stanley Kubrick is not going around being like, it would be so selfish to uh, and overindulgent to let make the actors do more than two takes. God forbid an actress is overindulgent. Yes. Well, I still can't yeah, stand her, dare. but <laughs> I, will, I won't give her I won't give her gay icon. Status. I think just the fact that she gets this out of you is enough for gay icon. Status. Well, you know what you, I mean? If you want That's that to reflect in your score, you she go get right your ahead. dander up. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and Michelle yeah, Williams. But, but none of them are like the obviously biggest. No, no sure. There's no yeah. obviously, <laughs> obviously. No Bette Midler. There's but, no, you know, yeah. Lily Tomlin. But if we were doing like gay, oh, gay icons who came up yeah. in the 2000s, you mm-hmm. would have to talk it's, about it. It's not nothing. Sure. Yeah, it's. <laughs> yeah. <see> stews. Sure. <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess I'm thinking like 75. But also maybe the movie itself. I you think the say, movie itself is the biggest icon. Oh, there are yes. that's people true. that are like, like, like if all the things were a poster and like, if you saw Brokeback Mountain as a poster in someone's room, you'd be like, ah, okay. okay I got you. Back to the poster. I know what she's about. Anytime the poster comes up as a hundred. So. Although the poster they said was, uh, was deliberately trying to evoke Titanic, which is not a gay movie. Isn't it? Uh, I'll tell you exactly how gay it is. Just because it has a Celine Dion ballad doesn't make it a gay movie. Uh, I mean, I know it's not a gay movie, but how did it do in our scoring system? <laughs> Titanic. Oh, 45.49% gay. So, so yeah, yeah, that's so not accurate. really. That's not really. Um. <laughs> it's 100. It's right there. Smack dab 100. Um, yeah, yes. Titanic. I think uh, evoking Titanic with 
Heath Ledger and Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh. Also, Rufus Wainwright on the soundtrack. Okay. Rufus Wainwright is on the soundtrack. <laughs> okay, I'm I'm inking I'm inkling my way towards hundred. <laughs> Oh, uh, what are we doing, Ruha? What do you want to do? Okay. Um, Final answer. 80. 80. I'm going to go 55. 55. There's that white hot rage. Do you mm-hmm. feel like you should have done Fantine? Is this the problem? No, I don't think I should. There's plenty of women who could have sung it and not been self-indulgent and not acted like. Don't we like that? Like a gay icon itself. If a if person's not a gay icon because they're no. self-indulgent, there I are know no what gay you're icons. No, I get what you're saying, but there's a way where like it doesn't you just bother don't like with other people. There's something like about her. her that I don't like. Yeah, yes, I get yeah, it. I will say I that. Yeah. And I don't want to just be like, she's horrible. Like, I don't want to be yeah. that horrible person. But again, you know, like, you can't I'm just allergic with to her. Logic. I can't, I just don't like her. I just everything she says, yeah. I'm like, shut up. Do you ever see Rachel at the wedding? That's the one movie of hers I haven't seen that everyone's like, if you see that, she's really good. And here's the thing. Even watching it this time, I was like, oh, right. And Hathaway's in it. I was like, oh, she's fine. She didn't bother Devil Wears Prada. I think she's good in Devil Wears Prada. She's very good in Devil Wears Prada. Very Um, good. Begrudgingly. She's very polarizing. (laughs) And I'm like, she's not my favorite, but I don't hate her. That's where I am. I thought thought she was very good good as Catwoman. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Dark Knight Rises. You don't remember. Oh my God. It's been a while. I I was going to say, I don't even remember her yeah <laughs> i know the movie i'm gonna give TDKR? it tdkr i love tdkr tdkr as it's known in the trades yeah. uh i'm gonna give it an 84 that's okay. pretty good given an average of 73 which is four points higher than the house of yes well that one comes up a lot lately oh mm. but is 10 times higher than phantom thread which has a 7.33 mm. for all you, oh, you go. algebra nerds all right, our next category, the male gaze. How horny is the camera for the male form? Well, we got Heath Ledger stripping out of focus, uh-huh. but he's pretty naked. But you know what I love about that shot? is like, he's out of focus, but we're looking at Jake Gyllenhaal, and the whole time yeah. it's composed yeah. in such a way to think like, is he gonna like, look? Is he, is he gonna, gonna look? Yes. Is he gonna peek? Gonna yeah. look? A peek and he doesn't. You know he I wants to peek, though. Oh, it's so but you delicious. Can feel so how delicious, yeah. You can feel it. Oh, he's sucking on that cigarette, wanting to peek. It's such an amazing shot. Especially because there's the opening, like the first time they meet each other, where he's fully spot like peeking through yeah. the <laughs> mirror of his truck while he's shaving, just to even look at this guy. Oof. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and there's also uh, Gyllenhaal by the river in just his boots. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they both look washing and hot stuff in this movie. Yeah. Yeah, and then there is the, you know, when they first go fishing together, when they jump off the cliff. Very sweet. That's true. Yeah. David Harbour looks hot, I think. He looks I think great. the one biker, there's one of the two bikers at the 4th of July mm-hmm. fireworks uh-huh. show. That one biker is really stoned. Oh. <laughs> He's really setting off fireworks for you? Yeah, yeah. He was, yeah. He was uh-huh. hot. I was like, oh, that, I'd never noticed him before. It's, I was blinded by Heath when I first saw it. Oh, I was of like, course. Oh, this swarthy, yeah. uh, awful character is really hot. It's <laughs> also really hot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and just in uh, when they're up in the mountains, just when they're like when Randy Quaid's like spying on them and they're right. wrestling oh, yeah. shirtless and everything. All that's really good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do remember this the first time I saw it and I sort of like the first time they kiss, it did sort of make me laugh because it was that thing of like, oh, I'm kissing a dude. Like it was just so like aggressive that it, mm-hmm. I just I think so, some of their making out did make me laugh. Not in a oh, way well, that I, I think I didn't now like they would have had. 
I think now they would have had like an a intimacy coach consultant. Right. Yes, of course. Yeah. yeah. I'd be like, yeah. nobody does this. But also, maybe if you were like a super repressed, yeah, I didn't never feel wrong. Anything it just made gay. me laugh though. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I mean, both their first sex scene and the first time they kiss is so just like, get off me. What? I'm going to hit you. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. How dare fuck? you give me a hard yeah. on? Oh, um, but then also the when when Jack Twist first goes to see Ennis after all those years and the way that they <laughs> yeah. make out immediately is, I think, to this day, the most the hottest make out I've ever seen in any uh-huh. movie and also makes me feel the most <laughs> like, wow. the way like that's like me, Michelle like, Williams oh my spying God. on them that's so yes. oh, it's devastating yes. so and Michelle much. Williams seeing it oh my yeah. god she's so good but that intensity and the way that that shot I think counts that's yeah. yeah. pretty good yeah. yeah so what do you want to get for the male gaze I feel like there's been more Right, it's no magic, magic but mic. Also, right, but also, but also like, it's so the whole movie is so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> um, I I'm gonna go eighty nine. Eighty nine. Yeah, I'm gonna go eighty three. Eighty three. Uh, I'll go eighty eight. Give an average of eighty six point sixty seven. All right, our next category: entrances with pizzazz. <laughs> not like a pizzazzy movie not really the only thing i liked was like when we first see ennis and jack like you kind of get mm-hmm. a sense of them who I thought, they are I said right jill, away i said jill and hall in that jalopy as he like is like i wrote in. jalopy I mean, that's what, oh my god we've been doing this podcast together for a long time but then also <laughs> i like that uh ennis like heath is so like curled up into himself you know his like yeah. physicality of like he is like repressed he is like guarded he is a tough nut what I think is sort of an interesting debate about this movie is if those two characters had not met each other, I feel like Jill and Hall still would have messed around with dudes, but I'm not entirely sure that Heath Ledger would have. Yeah, I yeah. can see that. Because Ledger doesn't hook up with any other guys, even though Jill and Hall does. Well, right? he seems a lot more repressed. Yeah, he's Just, a yeah. lot more repressed and a lot more traumatized yeah. about it. And he seems less like Jill and Hall a couple of times is like, well, what if we just do it? Yeah. Jill and Hall wants to be like, together. No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. But and but also Heath Ledger seems like devoted, even yeah. though like he's in love with Jack in a way that I don't think he feels about anyone else. No, I agree. Right. And I think that's he's what's so heartbreaking about this movie Jack, is like yeah. these two people genuinely love each other and society's stupidity is what's causing all this misery in their lives and in the lives mm-hmm. of other people. Mm hmm. And in the end, don't you just kind of wish like, oh, you might as well just go for it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I know it seems impossible, but life is short. So you just have to like fucking go for it. Yeah. Entrances oh. mm. with pizzazz, Ruha. Um. <laughs> <laughs> what about the rodeo? Sometimes yeah, I like come out like, the rodeo yeah. and there's sort of fun stuff there. Yeah, there's uh, the rodeo things are fun. And I feel like every time there is some, even though it's so slow and builds, like the grandiosity of the way, like you see them over time is yeah. 
every mm-hmm. moment, every entrance or re-entrance into each other's right. lives excited does feel sort of pizzazzy in a different way. Like, <laughs> I do like how it's, it's like- not they- Eliza Minnelli pizzazz, <laughs> yeah. no. <laughs> but it's filled with electricity, nevertheless. Right. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, they never do on. a thing of where it's like cutting to the TV and like President Johnson was just inaugural. Like they're never doing mm-hmm. like ham-fisted ways to tell you what year it is or anything. Mm-hmm. You just have to pay attention. Like, oh, right. those kids are older now. Yeah. Even that like flashback uh, the last time they see each other and it's just oh, like, yeah. it's just like, yeah, he looks younger. He doesn't have his mustache, but that's doesn't all. have those goofy fake <laughs> cyber. You know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you see like Heath holding him and, and mm-hmm. telling him about the song his mom sang. And anyway, um, okay. So entrances with pizzazz, I'm going to count the electricity between every moment they have as pizzazz and I am going to rate it pretty high. Um, at 92 92 i'm gonna have to say (laughs) to me i i love this movie it's but it's not very pizzazzy which i don't think is an a detriment to it like i think it would be more elegant if it was like Mm -hmm. (laughs) if they had like a sequenced cowboy shirt on um but i will give it a 50 50 john hates this movie and wish it was never made yep (laughs) Want to string it around by its dick and leave it in a ditch. I'm I mean, sure some of those you do. Rodeo shirts were pretty pizzazzy. As long as That's right. Uh, there's not an entrance with the pizzazz, but there's entrance with spit. That's true. That's true. Which mm-hmm. I don't think that was a good idea. I don't think that counts. No. <laughs> Doesn't count, nor is it a good idea. Look, well, got a 70.67. Mark, I gave it a 70. Oh, you didn't uh, say that. Uh, 70, so it got an average of 70.67, which is nine points higher than Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. No small feat. Yeah. All right. Our next category, the Mike Pence anxiety scale. <laughs> How much anxiety do you think this movie would give Mike Pence? 99. <laughs> yeah. He'd like the sheep. <laughs> yeah. Because I think, I think only... it would hit close to. <laughs> yes. like, I think there's like a lot a of anxiety. Too real. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. like, I hope no one's looking at me as I watch this movie again. <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i mean i think the only thing like that mike pence would like about it was the sort of condemnation that these men had to deal with but i'm going mm-hmm. 99 as well 99 uh i did look at christian spotlight on the movies to see what they thought of brokeback mountain they mm-hmm. did think uh, it was extremely offensive but they did give it five out of five for filmmaking quality <laughs> so they are able to i love these how all logics. these people are like it's a beautiful, I mean, heartfelt, wonderful film. movie. I was <laughs> moved by two dudes kissing. So, but they how thought dare they, they? They thought they were definitely in lust, not love. Like lust will not sustain you for twenty years. Yeah. you dingbats. You're not driving fourteen hours for lust. No. no. And Although you're if it's fucking first time, a lot maybe. more often. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a hundred. I don't see why not. Um. Yeah. Giving it a ninety-nine point thirty-three, which is tying it for the highest with beyond the valley of the dolls okay which makes sense all right our next category hell on heels and by this we mean feisty ladies okay no. well lurleen i would say lurleen's probably the feistiest of them all lurleen's the feistiest but alma almost got her almost has her moments feist. yeah jack but nasty, she, i don't on. know she's sort of like she I does swallow jack a lot nasty. excuse I me pretty... <laughs> i think that's part of the problem yeah. i think so yeah <laughs> Them, so as she said 
I mean, uh, even that scene where she, that? where she like describes the note and everything, but it, but she doesn't ever say, and I saw you making up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if she was truly hell on heels at that moment, she would have been like, oh, hell no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A fight on Thanksgiving. Heartbreaking. And the way, like, uh, the way Anne Hathaway, when, Ennis calls after he knows Jack's oh, dead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Even though, like, she doesn't know, you can tell that there's, like, well, a, she said, a sort of understanding. She yeah. actually said that they recorded two different versions of that one where she knows that it was like mm-hmm. a gay bashing, and one where it was like, oh, this accident happened. And she, Anne Hathaway herself, did not know what Ang Lee was going to use in the movie. Oof, and she yeah. said that they used, it wasn't like they went with one take or the other, they Mix. edited different parts, they mixed it in. And in the it also end, feels like Jack, she knows that Ennis is. I think she's his lover. lover. Yes. Yeah. Because otherwise, why would he want the ashes to be spread at Brokeback Mountain? Yeah. But the death, I think, of Jack is deliberately ambiguous. Yes. I don't think we know for sure. I, yeah, what because it plays in a way that you but don't know if that's Ennis. No, I think that's Ennis imagining of it. That could be Ennis imagining is, it. I agree with Mark. Yeah. I think potentially mm. it's just Ennis is sure that that's what must have happened because that's how Ennis feels. That's yeah. That's that so much of like the insi- showed by his father earlier. I think so much of like the insidiousness of the homophobia is that how it's how internal it is. Yes. Like you didn't, Ennis that. didn't need anyone else to reaffirm it for the rest of his life. Like he was doing it to himself. That thing happened when he was very young with his father. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like, okay. oh, that, I think that's it's interesting, my but I interpreted it as, and... as that's what actually happened. Well, I do think wrong. that's, a possibility as well. I, I think it's, it's supposed to play but... oh, thank, that thank it could you. be thank you. Either. Thank you. It could be either, but I but I've never felt sure that we know right. okay. which one. And it's is. okay not knowing. Yeah. Are you comfortable with ambiguity, John? I am. Yeah. I'm not comfortable with you attacking me. I'm not attacking. A challenge. You're a, a rebuttal. Wrong. Is You're wrong. <laughs> That's an attack. <laughs> okay, so Helen heels is Helen heels. Helen heels. Um, um yeah like 75 75 yeah i think unfortunately it's pretty low on this one for me i'm gonna go 35 35 yeah i'll go 30 given an average of 46 (laughs) out of 46 no it's one of those i was so badly about because i don't feel like it is i don't feel dramatically is a detriment to the film you know what i mean like i didn't want like i thought again like michelle williams i I know keep talking about her like her like what she's dealing with and her heartbreak is was so moving to me because you know what I mean? And that to feel like, oh, she's a victim of all this homophobia as well. Like it's not just these two right. guys, it's her as well. Um, but she's not a strident well, like this was formerly strident women. She's not a strident woman. And so yeah. in that way. No, I think I think both of your rankings were actually closer to accurate. Um and <laughs> keep yours. Uh, well, we'll check with yours. Well, we'll keep mine. Yeah. I mean, we'll I think check if our anything, answers at the end to see yeah, who's correct. Yeah. I think if anything, Linda Cardellini. Is, oh yeah, has the biggest moment a little of bit, yeah. calling yeah. out Ennis, but and still, that's not like it's still quiet. Everything right. about this movie is quiet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, our next category might also be quiet. Chosen family. I mean, that's the problem. They aren't doing it. They aren't choosing. Right. Yeah. yeah. The chosen. Yeah. It's all pretty heteronormative. Yeah. We never see like a community. I guess maybe. Mm-hmm. Hooker Alley. Yeah, but is no. that a chosen family? <laughs> where's family? their where's their miniseries? So. You can do a miniseries out of that. Come on, Netflix, get on this. <laughs> Brokeback, <laughs> Expanded Brokeback Mountain Universe. 
yeah. I mean, I yeah, think... because the only attempt is to actually be together, and that's just their relationship. Anyway. Yeah. But there's no I mean, you community. could say like Jake Gyllenhaal keeps trying to be like, let's make this happen. Let's try to make this happen. Let's try to make this happen. Like yeah, he's but they trying never to do. make that choice. Yeah, but I they know, don't but have he's fighting friends. for that choice. So they don't have like they don't have their people though. Yeah. Like, I right. Feel there's like no family. No, like a gay straight alliance <laughs> at the yeah. rodeo yeah. or any sort of. Or like their friend flagged, that like knows right. about yeah and is supportive. Yeah, you'd think that rodeo clown would be like, it's okay, girl. In. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The least sassy clown you've ever seen. Oh, fuck that guy. Chosen he family, tried. I'm going to say 10. A 10. <laughs> yeah, 10 sounds right. I'll go 10 as well. 10. Uh, I'm going to give it a 7. For what? I don't know. Um, giving <laughs> it an average, average 9. Of nine, okay. <laughs> My one thing I have to do is say that average. <laughs> the only eight. thing you have to do. The yeah. only thing I have to do is say these numbers. All right, our next category, macabre. How macabre is Brokeback Mountain? It's surprisingly more macabre than I remembered. I think yeah. so. I think that like, again, that guy getting rode around until his dick came off, like that's pretty Oof. dark and macabre. Yeah. You think? That story. You think that? And the also sheep like entrails. seeing it through the kids' yeah. <laughs> right. eyes. So the sheep, the full Just like homophobia in general. Yeah. Also the sheep being slaughtered like that after they chose to be together. Yeah. <laughs> A little on like, the nose. Okay, yeah. Emily, we get it. <laughs> we get it. A sheep died. I was thinking about <laughs> that this last time because before I thought like I remember like years ago thinking like, oh, it's like almost like God is saying that like the world is saying, but I think like a slaughtered sheep isn't that uncommon in this show. It's not, but I think to no. Ennis is the one making that connection. No, he's Ennis the one is making like, sheep at yeah. that moment. Yeah. He was supposed to be there that night. He yes. wasn't because yeah. he fucked you jack this sheep's dead yeah um and i, I also i think i know jack, it's not go ahead. yeah sorry i, no, I know it's not like traditionally macabre, but there's something very like in the style vein of like leading to it when they're first herding the sheep up and they have that one like little baby one just in a sack and then it's on <laughs> it's on jack's lap yeah it was like i don't know removing a splinter or something from its paw <laughs> like there's <laughs> you thought that was macabre i thought that it, was it, cute it, very it's sweet, very, very cute maternal. but like it's very it, it's very cute but it it i don't know there's something about it that reminds me of it being in like a gothic macabre sort of story like um mm-hmm. the suffering animal sure. and the, like there's also over like the, the hail coming down that was kind removing of a splinter and... from a yeah. sheep is over the top well the way it was straddled on his lap i don't know the it the, was almost biblical really it looked like me. biblical yeah, yeah. <laughs> i did think um, when Anna Anna goes, lion. yeah when ennis goes to jack's family home yes. it's like this stark white like that is like it's fucked up they're doing some culty shit there mm-hmm. oh yeah that, that was like dark yeah and then also yeah. like Ennis's tragic parent, like his parents died in a crash when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. Finding out someone's yeah. dead by that deceased stamp. <laughs> like brutal. Oh, yes, brutal. Oof. Imagine, I was just thinking like, oh, how did they like, co- like, it's so rude that people are late <laughs> in the day of cell phones. Like back so rude. 70 years ago, so you had to like send a postcard and like, right. hey, I hope I'll see you in three months. Yeah. Maybe in a bus up. stop in three months. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be there on this day. Okay. Yeah. Like, I guess. And like, you I'll wait for three and the hours. People would wait. Case- <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, now you can't like, send a postcard like, hey, we still on for meeting at the Duluth bus stop. In two months, yeah. But that's why people had to be like you had to be their word because yeah. they're just like yeah, there's no that. way to let them know. Cell phones have spoiled us. We're so oh. spoiled. 
We're really useless. Now. I can't remember. People the last had to time survive I a lot. Remembered more. a ten-digit number. Um, but yeah, and, and the and the scene we already talked about of seeing Jake's death. Yeah, whatever it is, whether it is in Ennis's interpretation of what yeah. happened, or if that was reality. Um. So yeah, it is higher than I would have thought on the sure scale, mm-hmm. even though I don't consider it overall that vibe. Right. Right. It's no Adam's so, family. <laughs> um 60? 60. I'll go 63. 63, trying to one up you. Um I'll and go. <laughs> I'll go 60. Why not? Uh give an average of 61, which is, I don't know, uh 24 points higher than Ebbett Otter's jug band Christmas. Well, that's big. That's, that's right. big. That's huge. <laughs> you have that many insights. <laughs> All right, our next category: dramatic lighting. Oh, this has a lot of dramatic lighting. I think I so, think. yeah. Especially with mm-hmm. the nature. I mean, it's just so gorgeous. That cinematography yeah. is gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. If you want dappled sunlight, watch Brokeback Mountain. When do I yeah. not want dappled sunlight, Mark? Thank you. I don't know. If you're watching The Crow, <laughs> you might not uh, want it. I'm well, but you'd get a lot more macabre from that. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. It's a trade-off. Yeah. Do I want dappled or macabre? <laughs> the one part you really see dramatic lighting is when like Jack is up on the mountain and he looks down and sees Ennis's campfire. Uh-huh. Like the whole world is blue except for the one little bright warm light of Ennis. Yeah. yeah. That's nice. I feel like the way it plays with light throughout, even though a lot of it is just like sunlight or moonlight, is mm-hmm. very dramatic and striking. Yeah, like even Ennis's the way apartment Ennis is... goes into that dark alley. Oh um, yeah, walking down the street, his apartment. His apartment when, uh, with like yeah. Marcelle Williams is so like drab and dour mm-hmm. and like cold. But then they go out into the country on their fishing trips, and, and everything's it's so beautiful, and lush. Yeah. The sky yeah. is blue. At the very end, his little trailer is like the dingiest, oh, darkest, oh, the saddest trailer face we've ever been in that he has, and. He needs a sofa in that trailer. Yeah, but then he sees their Somewhere t-shirts to together and looks at the window, and it's like uh, that beautiful brokeback still out there. Oh well. Okay, but yeah, I think lighting <laughs> is used very well. Yeah. Um, and even the dark, like rodeo or the the dark alley in Mexico, or you know, like every shot is uh is particularly captivating and lighting. It's also that fireworks when that's that one like trailer moment where like mm. Ennis is just mm-hmm. standing there on the hill and like the fireworks mm-hmm. are going oh, off yeah. behind him. Yeah. Right. Oh, so good. Um, yeah, I'm gonna give it um uh, 92. 92. I think it is beautiful, but I don't think like the lighting is like there's not like shafts of light or like key lights on the eyes or something like that to really like amp up the drama which again i don't think is like a detriment to the movie but i think well, it it's, shouldn't yeah it'd be a different yeah, movie it doesn't it yeah, doesn't want totally that movie. so i will give it an 80 <laughs> 80 for not being adam's family exactly Absolutely. Uh, i'll give it a 93 <laughs> giving it an average of 88.33 which is one point four points higher than the house of yes now oh my okay. god oh my goodness. all right finally ruha on a scale of zero to 100 how likely are you to recommend brokeback mountain to a gay person <laughs> <laughs> this question is very funny and very charged because why would i be recommending it to a gay person <laughs> they, they haven't seen it right here's my my with this question imagine you're having brunch who, name a gay person you know who's not i don't zoo. know any you <laughs> they keep them out of their lives right, right. 
I don't have a chosen family. I don't. No, you choose not I to. I only like cis het. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I don't know, Oscar. Right, so you and Oscar sure. are having brunch. Yeah. And Oscar's like, you know, I've never seen Brokeback Mountain. What do you say? I say see it 100%. There you go. You say, put down your frittata. We're leaving. We're going to, we're, I've just bought it. We're going yeah. to my house and we're, have, and we're watching throwing cash at the waiter. Yes. He's going to say, really? He's going to have some reason he hasn't seen it. Uh, he's going to want to do like a cuckoo dance. And you're like, Oscar, there's no debate right up. now. Yeah. We're going. We're like, let's just watch it. Let's yeah. just watch it. Yeah. So 100. I, 100. Yeah. There's no way. Even if I'm like, uh, even I don't, I can't even imagine a gay person who might be like, you won't like it, but you should still see it. You should yeah. see it. Like it, there's a, you know what I mean? Like there's yeah. some movies where I'm like, you won't like, you know, like where I'm like, this isn't your thing, but you should see it because of the reference and the status of the film or whatever. But this is just like, it's a beautiful, gorgeous film. You absolutely hundred percent should see it. Yeah. It's yeah. 100. I think it's just one of my favorite movies of, of all time. Like Better I than Crash? I can't, yes. yes. <laughs> like I can't think of a thing I would huh. want to change. I will even like allow Anne Hathaway to be. Wow. <gasps> she will sleep <laughs> easy tonight. Yes. I'm sure yeah. she's so happy to hear this. Oh, All of her friends are going like Anne, wait to hear this episode of a podcast from some queen you've never heard of. John came around. <laughs> John came around, Anne. <laughs> it happened. Uh, I will also give it a hundred. It's essential piece of uh, cinema queer or otherwise i Indeed. would say i mean it's got also the oscar scandal of it all yes it's not so the fact perfect. that he hasn't right. seen it i mean the academy awards right I, um, oscar might have seen it i I'm we've actually oscar, we sure. have i'm pretty sure he has <laughs> have we talked about it no i'll ask no. him later oh that's interesting <laughs> you haven't talked about it interesting yeah i just I mean, assumed because we became friends like 20 years after he came out. <laughs> Before I agree to go uh, have drinks with you, I have a few questions. <laughs> well, I got a hundred, which is it's the first movie to get that in 17 movies. All right. Is, at least. At least. I just want to see really quickly if any other movie has gotten a hundred. Nope. Uh, no one? Nothing really? have a, Hold on. I have to go to different tabs. I'm sure um, Showgirls must have gotten 100 on this. Come one. on, Showgirls. Uh, uh, Wizard of Oz. Mommy did. Dearest. Mo Wizard okay. of Oz. Yeah, Apple, yeah, 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 yeah. The There's Apple a bunch. Did. There's a yeah. bunch. Yeah. Yeah. Madonna, Truth or Dare. Yeah. Female Trouble. Female Trouble, probably. Yeah. Uh, anyways. All right. Well, now we okay. are into the bonus cat. No, no, we are not. Now we are into the wheel categories. Remember that? Remember that? So these are all categories that previous guests have brought in. We put them all on this wheel, cool. which is an app on my phone. So Gorgeous. what's going to happen is this. We're going to spin it once. Whatever category <laughs> randomly pops up, that's how we're going to judge the movie. Okay. Then I'm going to pick a category from the wheel. Then Mark is going to pick a category from the wheel. And finally, you, Ruha, will come up with a category which we will add to the wheel, which we will use to judge this movie and potentially all future movies. Who knows? You Amazing. never know. All right. You ready? Here we go. Yeah. Spinning the wheel. Spinning. Does this movie make you want to go horseback riding? Um, in theory, <laughs> I don't really want to go horseback. Okay, yeah. well, the wheel Ruha is undeniably <laughs> on your side. From fried green tomatoes, bucking heteronormativity. Ooh. I mean, bucking like a bronco, yeah. like a cowboy. Bucking heteronormativity. It. It's true. And in some ways, that is like the essential like struggle of them of trying to bucket. And in the end, they yeah. almost aren't able to. Mm -hmm. 
you know but that is the tension that is the dramatic tension that is of the, the movie tension is, of the can movie. they do it it is the reason yeah. this the raison d'etre of Brokeback yeah. Mountain. Oh, excuse me. Someone You're knows welcome. what Les Miserables oh, yes, in English. I've, yes. I've been to Paris. I know some things. <laughs> I've been to Paris. <laughs> oh, yeah. I haven't I been to I Paris. Was Paris, Texas? Oh. <laughs> France. <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, yeah, I was too young to like really be like, I've been to Paris. <laughs> <laughs> you haven't like had like a, you know, a- a baguette and a you don't remember the baguette yeah yeah i haven't had like my adult fantasy paris trip i went with my grandparents i was homesick I didn't oh know. no it was i tried to order lemonade it was a 20 dollar lemon and water i was furious <laughs> they charge you 20 lemons in paris are very rare <laughs> i don't know it was a lot i just remember my grandfather getting really mad <laughs> i don't blame him I once had a chimichanga in Amsterdam that had kidney beans in it. You know, like outrage. Yeah. I'm, I don't, Did you flip that table over before you yeah. left? No, it's on me. It's like, why am I getting a chimichanga in right. Amsterdam? Yeah, Amsterdam? I'm from California. I can yeah. get a good chimichanga anytime I want. You were in the mood. I was in the mood. I'm not. When you want a chimichanga, you want a chimichanga. Yeah. Nothing what else is going to scratch that itch. But certainly not the kidney bean one. No. No. It's horrifying. But yeah, so bucking but, heteronormativity. I, bucking heteronormativity feels like it could be the alt title of Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. For both parts of those words, bucking and heteronormativity. <laughs> um, it's it's like very high in the in that struggle. Like, yes. Um, I don't know if it does a good like. Am I rating it on actually bucking it? Like, or just how then, much is yeah, you know? But the, the struggle movie. is there. The theme, yeah, right. is there. Yeah, um, I guess because it doesn't fully buck it, but the theme is so strong, I'll go like 75. 75. I think because it's all about that, and I agree, like they don't actually do it. Like if they were like, fuck it, we're starting our own farm, it would be 100. Fuck I'm it, we're go, bucking it. Fuck it, we're fuck it. But yeah, I'm going go to go Fuck it, let's fuck it. What was that again? Fuck it, let's buck it. Fuck it, let's buck it. Fuck it, we're bucking, yeah. I think uh, I should gonna... go a little higher. Okay. Oh, I am going to say, because they do, for as much as they don't bucket, they bucket. They do bucket. They, <laughs> they bucket when bucket. no one's looking. They do bucket yeah. when no one's looking, and that's a big deal for them bucking it. Yeah. They'll bucket in a tent. Yeah. No problem. <laughs> so I'm going to I'm gonna inch it up to 84. 84. That's but, hardly sorry. an inch. That's yeah. Uh, seven. <laughs> yeah, but because they do, they bucket. It's a big deal how much they're bucking. There's some them. hot bucking. <laughs> There's a whole lot of hot bucking. I'm going to go 97. 97. Mm. Yeah, I'll go 95. Ooh. Average of okay. 92. Very good. All right, John, the time has come for you to pick a category. What's it going to be? Okay, I'm picking a category from a movie that I know Mark hates to reference, but this is from Funny All girl. I Want is Christmas slash uh-huh. Ira Finkelstein's Christmas slash Switchmas, and that is self-loathing. Ooh. And self-loathing. I feel like, unfortunately... This movie is full of self-loathing. Mm-hmm. These are characters who are love each other, wish they didn't love each other, hate what it's doing to themselves in their lives. And I feel like it is unfortunate and sad that it is the theme of this movie, but it is a profound theme of this movie. So again, I am going with All I Want is Christmas slash Ira Finkelstein's Christmas slash Switchmas with self-loathing. Yeah. Um... I thought about that. I don't know. Like there is a theme, but I don't like to me, like the biggest part of it is like after like Ennis like vomits and then like punches the wall. 
Yeah, because he, he hates what the fuck that are you that's looking what at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is what his world is. <laughs> I mean, I think the strongest self-loathing is with Ennis, obviously. Yes. Um, yeah, I feel like Jack is more like, hey, Ennis, let's go. What are you waiting for? Like, I think Jack yeah. is, has less self-loathing than Ennis. He has less, sure. but he still marries a woman, has kids, and like tries to commit to having a sort of traditional life. But he wants out and he wants to do this other thing and he they both would want out, do yeah. It. But they both they both try to make the other one work. Yeah, but Jack would do it more. I like yeah, I agree, I agree. with Mark, even though he does give in to a lot of the heteronormativity that he's supposed to do, he's ready to leave and to like live his authentic life yes. with the person. What's interesting too about that is we see more, I guess because Heath Ledger's character is more of like a loner, but we see everywhere Jake Gyllenhaal goes is like his father-in-law. It totally mm -hmm. like disregards him. Like at work, he's like, he is constantly treated as if he is gay. Yeah. Whereas if he is not a man. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like that none there's not like a scene in this movie where it's like, you fag. You know what I mean? They never go like explicit yeah. and over the top. It's all like really like microaggressions, as they would sure, say. Sure. You know, it's all like kind of like, it feels like played very real. Like no one just comes out and says it, but it's all pretty subtle. Right. They don't but use words that they yeah. wouldn't have used, language or words they wouldn't have used in that time. Yeah, even that like, that even that rodeo then. clown that he tries to like yeah, buy yeah. a drink for, yeah. like the way he treats Jack, it's like- It's oh, clear. It's yeah. clear but he never like says anything direct and horrible like that. But I do feel like the self-loathing is so strong with mm -hmm. Ennis that it kind of carries over to like a loathing of life even for Jack because Jack is so frustrated by yeah. the situation. Mm -hmm. And Jack must have a decent amount of self-loathing to even like, it's this weird mix of like, oh, you really are in love with this person. So you're dealing with it and putting yourself through. But that statement of like, I wish I knew how to quit you. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's suffering as mm -hmm. much as he like loves him. This is also a miserable situation that he's suffering through. Um, so I'm going to put it high okay. at, mm -hmm. at 94. 94. I'm going to go 98. 98. Uh, I'm going to go 80. 80? 80? I'm going 80. What do you want? <laughs> Why? Well, talk, talk about it. Unpack Why? it. Yeah. Um, Because it is there, but I think there's a, some, like there's almost more of like resigned acceptance to all of them. Mm. Like, I don't feel like I wish we, I wish I, there's no scene where they're like, I wish I didn't feel this way. I wish I would. He literally says, I wish I could quit you. I mean, in terms of. And you're of, saying like, that scene's not there. No, no, no. I just mean in terms of, I wish I wasn't who I am. I wish I wasn't like. How gay. is I wish I, I, wish I could quit Ennis, you? Is not that that feels also, more like Ennis a relationship? Like, a wall. <laughs> Ennis says to I'm Jack, it "I wouldn't be this way if it wasn't for you." Jack. I, yeah. I think your like, argument is. I think you're just being <laughs> contrarian. But go ahead. Give it well, don't me. bully me, John. Oh, God. Okay, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> when you can say whatever you want to me. Uh huh. Sure. <laughs> uh, I'm giving it an eighty. Giving it a ninety point sixty-seven. Hey, that's pretty high. That's yeah. a lot of self-loathing. Like if yeah. Ennis had a perfume, it might be self-loathing. Sure. Uh, all right. I had two I could have gone with here, um, but I think I'm going to score higher points with this one from Mermaids with our friend Santina Muha, Forbidden Love. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 
I mean, if they were allowed to fuck, this is a 15 minute short. It's, it's I mean, what a hot short. <laughs> I'd, a very hot short. I'd be happy with 45 minutes. Yeah. I mean, yet another yeah. alt title. <laughs> yes. Brokeback Mountain or Bucking Heather Normativity or Forbidden Love. Forbidden Love. Um, yeah, I mean, 99. 99. I'm going 100 without Forbidden Love. You have no movie. Uh, honestly, <laughs> all you have genre. is a, mute, a meet cute. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We met while herding sheep. Anyway, I changed our... to 100. <laughs> you can't... All right. Well, it got 100. All right, Ruha, the time has come for you to come up with a category that we can use to judge how gay Brokeback Mountain is in all subsequent movies when we throw it on the wheel. Okay. Um, any thoughts? I feel like it should be cowboy related. Oh, okay. Giddy up. <laughs> no, yeah, I like giddy not up. getting an argument. Okay. <laughs> I like giddy up. <laughs> but what does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Tell I like it as a to phrase. Zero to hundred. How giddy up is this movie? Yeah, I think you left. <laughs> it's pretty giddy up. Um, hot no. cow could just be hot um, cowboys. Yeah, I like yeah. <laughs> Hot Cowboys. I was like, is there something about chaps? But I think it's just Hot Cowboys. Hot Cowboys. So hot, Cowboys. hot Cowboys. Yeah. The more Hot Cowboys in a movie, the gayer Or Hot is. Cow People. Hot Cow People. Thank you. Cow persons. Cow persons. Hot, hot cow, cowboys, hot cow, cow girls, cow persons. Hot Cow Persons. Hot Cow Persons. Okay. Or cow, say Cowboys, but we know it means persons. Yeah, right? Yeah. 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 Who knows what other movies are coming down the pike? Yeah. All right. Hot cowboys. Hot cow persons. And on a, on that scale, a hundred, yeah. baby. Okay. <laughs> right. Yeah. Honestly, I forgot. Uh, probably because I didn't know. I because I didn't. I wasn't aware of David Harbor before. See, you know, when I first saw sure. Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, yeah. So I was mm-hmm. like, oh shit. <laughs> Could there be more man candy in this movie? Yeah. Did you like bang uh, on the wall? Like, honey, get in here. <laughs> David Harbor's in this. I was no. I was like, go to sleep. Go to sleep. Nothing's Pull my ship into that harbor. Uh-huh. Pull your also dinghy that, into that harbor. Also, that rodeo clown. Also, like um, Anne Hathaway. That She's hot. Hot cowgirl. <laughs> yeah. She is hella hot. She's that super rodeo. hot. Yeah. I'll give it a 97. 97. Um, I'll give it 100. I'm, this is, it's mostly hot cowboys. I'm giving an average of 99. All right. Now we're into the bonus category. Extra. So these categories, as their name implies, are just bonus. So this is mm-hmm. extra points. So if it doesn't do well in any of these categories, don't worry about it. It's not going to work against the overall score. So these are just bonus points. So we're scoring it from zero Great. to 10. And that's how many percentage okay. bonus points it's going to get. Okay, cool. All right. The first one is musical potential. Could you see <laughs> Brokeback Mountain being mu- turned into a musical? Yeah, I will say 10. this. There is an <laughs> opera of Bro- Brokeback Mountain. I listened I, to the overture. Oh, I yeah. would love to see this score in a full musical version like mm-hmm. i think the score because the score is so good as we've talked about yes i mm-hmm. think that's the first step towards a good musical and it's a good sure. epic love story like it's a love story musicals love love you need yeah. not too many characters yeah no but enough you can have Although a little sheep. bit of oklahoma i guess oh, you could like sheep. lion king the sheep yes, yes. that people with headpieces like mm-hmm. i represent five sheep great right right <laughs> And they say that. Several and they sing a song arm, about right. it. Yeah. We represent our sheep. sheep. <laughs> we are the sheep. We it's are writing the itself. sheep. <laughs> if there was like if, <laughs> if there was like an artist who like, oh, we're gonna use their music, like a jukebox musical of Brokeback, who would we use? 
Uh, I don't know that I would use an entire artist, but that Eminem uh, Rihanna song, uh, Love the Way You Lie, that would definitely be in it. Okay. <laughs> that fits the vibe of Brokeback, but that puts yes, you in the Yes, the mind. two of them fighting. Yes, it's perfect. Well, I think the original score person is- The original score person? A little more like- is where Gustavo I want a lot of it. I think. But but if there's jukebox Sento with that, Olo. I mean, I guess um the Eagles. Lil Nas X. <laughs> Lil Nas X. <laughs> oh, yeah. Perfect. Perfect. Yes. Perfect. Mitski is way That's a great that's yeah. a great opening old number. <laughs> we just do all different, so many remixes of it. Yeah. Yeah. This is the sheep version. It's just the Gustavo Sheep extravaganza. Yes. Little Nas X. He does have a song called Rodeo okay. as well. There you go. Yeah. There you oh, go. There we go. It writes right, itself. Perfect. So Thank what do you want to give this for musical potential on a scale of zero to 10%? 10. 10. I'll also give it a 10. A 10. I truly you... actually can't believe it hasn't happened now that. They got that opera. Which doesn't sound like anyone's busting the door down to watch. I didn't before. hear about the opera, but uh, also oh yeah, you guys like are so plugged music. into opera companies. You're like, I, none of the I mean, opera I companies I've subscriptions to are doing Brokeback Mountain. I looked at everywhere it's performed. Well, it didn't seem like it hit anywhere. It seemed like it was like a, a good, a, 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 not a huge blockbuster, is what I'm saying. Uh, sure, it's no magic flute. Sure, you're right. Yeah, it I wasn't say... too. It didn't like replicate the movie success in the opera world. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm I saying. will say, if it wasn't, I opera, don't know I would, that you I would have want a good it to... sense of what is successful or not. Successful Do you? In the opera world. I read the Wikipedia page. <laughs> oh, so then you know. Okay. So where else where should I get my? Where are you getting your information from? On it, you're just assuming I'm wrong. Thank you. That's what I thought. Well, if uh-huh. it is an opera, exactly. I would love it if Gustavo collaborated with Philip. He Lass should. I'm opera. sure some themes were recreated. <laughs> it's it's like very like stark and like scary sounding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which like I like. Full macabre sure. Philip Glass opera. <laughs> a lot of black drapery. One, two, three, one, two, three sheep. One, two, three it. sheep. One, two, three sheep. Yeah, the sheep all climbing the stage, and oh, it's like, how does this look so interesting? That's mm-hmm. almost like a Silence of the Lambs kind of like creepy, creepy. Sheep, lamb, mm-hmm. things—they're yeah. the same. All right, our next category: queer menace. Any queer, queer menace? menace? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that rodeo clown was rude to Gyllenhaal. That was sort of like queer menacey. But he—you okay, you think the clown was here. queer? No, but I feel like he was saying to Gyllenhaal that you are a queer menace. Mm. Um, I mean. Yeah, the way the queer people are treated as though they're- And like the menaces. way that like their love was like threatening to everyone in their world. The way that Ennis felt that queerness is a, a menace from mm-hmm. his childhood where he saw. Queerness but that's itself not... is the menace, but that's not quite, it's not yeah. Elvira coming to us stuck yeah. small Correct. town. Correct, yeah. yeah. It's not Frankenstein it's not too long coming food. to town. Right, no. No. Uh, so... When Frankenstein comes to town, he gives everyone yeah. a makeover. <laughs> yeah, this, this is definitely hey like they're too scared to be the queer menace. He's going right. to be Frank. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think it's low on that. Yeah. So what do you um, want? What do you think? Three. Three. I'll go three as well. Three. Yeah, I'll go three. Giving it an average of three. Uh, tying it with nothing. Uh, all right. Our next category. <laughs> character actress makes a big swing. I oh, do think I... <laughs> Anne Hathaway's Texas accent. That's like, true. That is very, very much like House a, of Gucci. Yes. It's very movie Texas. It's very like, yeah. I'm doing a movie. I'm working my ad machine. Right. Yeah. He was listening to Best Little Horror House because yeah. Texas. Uh, but recorded. I do like it. I think it's really fun. I think she's really good in this. 
Yeah, it's one of my favorite things that she's in. Like yeah. of her, her in it is yes. uh, she's doing <laughs> the, a good job. Of the job Hathaway Oeuvre. Hathaway. Oh, uh, your top three. Yeah. Uh like, oh, she doesn't bother me in it. Uh, you know, because we know she's not my favorite, <laughs> not but detriment. I'm like, she's actually she doesn't earn it and she's kind of right. good. I yes. believe her in this role of a, yeah. a rich yeah. woman. Yeah. Um but I don't think like I, I mean it's not a woman's movie. I feel like no to me, like no. the great female performance is Michelle Williams, and right. it is so understated and it's yes. so like yes. it's such a, a a performance that could really only the impact really is felt in film. You know what I mean? Like you couldn't have this in stage. I don't know. You couldn't read this as a version. book. Right. Right. You know, no, it's just it's like so much of intensity. It's not yeah. on the page. It's just what she's bringing yeah. to it, which is so exciting about it. Was don't we go to the movies for quiet met? desperation? I think it was. I don't I know was... if this is where they met, but they were together and they they broke up before it came out, but they had a daughter. I think they probably met before this is my guess. Okay. I wasn't sure if they were together when they made this or if this was how they got together. I, and I had a vague feeling it was one of those. <laughs> yeah. Because apparently, those are big apparently guesses. Like it's one of the they IMDb either knew each other or didn't. <laughs> this is either sure where I'm... they met or they were together when <laughs> they, they had already. And met. I'm sure of this. <laughs> yeah. Wow. So, met at the read through. I or can't before. get you there. I can't. I that logic. <laughs> um, but yeah, I agree. Like the only swing is Anne Hathaway. I, I do like the way Jake Gyllenhaal's mom plays it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> it's sure. like a quiet on he's a quiet i'll help you out and i'll help Mm -hmm. you and what have you um but yeah like it's not a like it's not what i think of when i'm like oh a big female yeah right it's crazy this is not about this is now about heath ledger but like watching this and then like oh and then he was like the joker like this iconic (laughs) performance is like what the same person playing someone so repressed versus someone so outwardly like right anarchic yeah the same guy did that he's incredible um, so what do you want to get okay. for character actress makes a big swing? Four. Four. I'm Just for give it a, I'll give it a one. A one. Uh, I'll give it a two. Give it an average of 2.33, which is one point higher than to Grandmother's House We Go. Sorry, the okay. Olsen twins. Also a horse movie. Yeah. Uh, all right, our next category, <laughs> witches. How witchy is this movie? Oh. Again, the bonus if it doesn't do well, it doesn't work against it. Well, listen, okay, what do we know about witches? A lot of it's Wiccan, nature. right? So a lot of it's nature. there's a lot of nature in this. There's storm elements, there's right. <laughs> there's Hail, water, there's fire, there's us, there's, there's postcards, a, there's a dead like blood of an animal. But there's... the difference between them, <laughs> these guys, and like witches are trying, like, uh, nature is something we worship. Right. And like they're revere. not using it. Yeah. They are doing we control nature. We are in charge of nature. Yeah. yeah. So and anti-witch. Uh, their love is magic, but nobody's intentionally. Oh, spell. Doing and the witchery. movie casts a spell on us, though. Yeah. I'm okay. And for that, I'll give it a one. <laughs> okay, fair enough. For this, yes, for the... although it basically is zero. <laughs> yeah. I'll give it a one, one as well. I'll give it a, a one for one. the cat the spell that was cast. Hey, it tied it with the uh, tremors for witchy. Okay, that's pretty good. All right, our next one. Gay actors playing gay roles. Zero. Unfortunately. (laughs) Yeah. That's the heartbreaker. Uh, I mean, you know, at least they're- 
one hears rumors of Jake Gyllenhaal, but yeah, yeah, none of them are like, self-identifying. Are, yeah, exactly. They're not self-identifying. I'm like, you never know with artists, but right, right. Um, but yeah, they're self-identified as cishet. Yeah, it's too bad. Yeah. Um, I'll give it a one just because Jake Gyllenhaal was in a revival of Sunny in the Park with George. Fair enough. How was he? I didn't see it, but on the cast <gasps> recording, he's lovely. Are none of the women even by? <laughs> but they're not playing by. I feel no, like yeah, that's, that's true. true. Yeah, they're not playing a gay role. We don't know about no, that hustler done. in the alley. Do we know? Do we research him? No, didn't get around to it. I'm going to okay. go with zero. <laughs> Too busy. Go yeah. Zero. Yeah. Don't give it a one for George. Uh, I'll give it a zero. Giving it a 0.33%, tying it with Phantom Thread. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right, our next category, themes of mothers. Okay. Not really. It's more like a wife movie than a mother movie. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those wives have children, but it's not really about it. And like you see Jack's mother at the end, but it's not yeah. really about. Right. Yeah. Mothers exist not in this world, theme. we yeah, know. Yeah. 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 It's not. It's not about motherhood. It's not about disappointing their mothers or wanting to please their mothers or their mothers. Or Saying, that relationship. It's okay. I love you. It's yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. We don't even see a thing of mother's cookies. We don't even see mother's cookies. If, if, if there's the no bastards. cookies equals themes. Yeah, so, yeah. that's in my book. I'm going to say one. <laughs> E.L. Fudge. Get out of here. Uh, a one. You Keebler. I'll give it a, I'll give it a 0. 0. 0.5. 0. 0.5. Just for that one scene where Heath Ledger is fucking Michelle Williams and he's like, you won't have more of my children, which is uh-huh. not cool to call them your children. Uh, but her <laughs> saying like, well, if you could support them, I would have them. Yeah, that really yeah, put that, a, was, that really that put a kibosh really on the mood, huh? Yeah, that put a <laughs> that kibosh a, on everything. And, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> he was, was having it. a difficult time having uh, an erection, at, regardless at that point. And face then to, to emasculate him at that yeah. point was like, come on. Yeah, he was like, "You're on top of me, looking at me with those yeah. tits, <laughs> judging, knowing I don't like this." <laughs> How dare you? How dare uh, you? <laughs> I'll give it a one, giving it an average of 0.83 percent, which is tied with the princess switch. All right. Mm. All right. We're in the home stretch here. The next category drinks thrown in faces. I would say this thematically oh. when the rodeo clown is like, go fuck yourself to Jake Gyllenhaal. That feels like it because it's an offer of a drink no. and he throws it yeah. back at him and says, no. Yeah. yeah. There's something there. What about the bear in the river? He's kind of like saying, hey, get the fuck out of here. That bear in the river does hey, throw a drink in He's, the face. Right. Of he splashes. Yeah. He has a little martini. Like, river. <laughs> a bear teeny. Yeah. <laughs> Should mention that bear for actual gay characters. And and uh Jack Twist standing up to his father-in-law at like Thanksgiving feels like oh, God, <laughs> yeah. a little like drinking. I bar. will say this when he backs down, it felt very <laughs> that was the one moment I was like, he really just like shut down so quickly. But yeah, yeah. well, but it, I think it went to show that like Jack doesn't stand up for himself. And, like, no, and no, I agree, but it felt like yeah. in that it, if the father-in-law had been like that the first time. Jack stood up for himself. I don't know that he would. He almost became robotic, where he was just like, "I'm not." He just like powered down. Powered down. Do you think though, for a cowboy, just like punching each other in the face is a drink thrown in the face? Yeah, I guess so. And they do do that. They do that. That's like their first fight. Yeah. But what what do you want to give it? So three. A three. I'll go three as well. (laughs) I'll also go three. Not a lot of. There's more. Beans spilled on tummies. <laughs> yes. There's Man, more uh, beans spilled on tummies than yeah. on Which is the least 
sassy thing that could ever happen, no. I think. Although speaking of the beans, when Ennis tells that guy they want soup, it was kind of throwing a drink in the grocery supplier's face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> soup. I thought we talked about this. So he's like, okay, sick of beans. Yeah. Too soon to be getting sick of beans. <laughs> and then the bear works right. with him to keep throwing the drink. Yes. A little team yes. effort. <laughs> Uh, when I saw it at the Grove, everybody, when we saw that bear, went, yes. Anyways, <laughs> our next category, quips. How Not quippy <laughs> is Brokeback Mountain? So much humor. Um, oh, yeah, the quick quips. And it's I mean, these aren't quippy characters. No. The funniest thing to me is that we've aforementioned Jack Twist, Jack Nasty, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is that almost is, like, wait, yeah. did she really say that? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Rewind. I don't because think I bought it, so I can rewind. And she did it grounded and intense. <laughs> like, <nasty>. yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. That scene is a little drink face, you know. Uh, sure. The, the intensity face. that it rubs between very them facey. very quickly. And she's like, get yes. out. Um, what about the only traveling I've ever done is around the coffee pot looking for the handle? That's pretty good. That's, a pretty that's good something thing. you would see on like a- <laughs> On a coffee mug. You, on those uh, quilted sayings. Mm-hmm. Oh, sure, sure. Across. What do they call those? I don't know. Needlepoint. Uh, what? You- <laughs> Needlepoint. Yeah. Like a, like a needle ne- yeah. Point correct. Quote. <laughs> Fast or slow? I like the direction you're going. Yeah. Uh huh. These uh, are good little quotes. These are good movie. little quotes, but not exactly like. They're not exactly quips. Yeah, yeah. Not exactly quips. A one. A one. I'll give it a one as well. Oh, well, I'll give it a two for Jack Quit, Jack Nasty. <laughs> give it an average of 1.33. All right, now we are into the iconic category. So these categories, mm-hmm. as their name implies, are iconic. So they're larger, sort of more umbrella categories. So these are zero to 200. Oh, okay. Big. All right. The first one, Ruha, how would you score Brokeback Mountain in homoeroticism? Oh, uh, it's pretty high, I think. 200. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, There's I mean, a... it's all about sort of like the 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 wanting, the desire. I will give mm. it, but it's not, you never really get like the, the porn scene. That's true. You know what true. I mean? So yeah. for me, I'm going to give it a 190. I do like that. I feel like I like the first, their first night in the tent is just like, fucking and like it's raw but then the second night is so like tender and lovely and like it's so nice and then also the whole thing like david harbour inviting jack to the cabin like oh that's charged definitely it's charged baby especially since like he doesn't make eye contact with jake gyllenhaal which is what makes you know that like oh there's subtext here uh, also, uh, there's one like edit that I thought was funny, like when it's the out of focus uh, when Ennis is giving himself the horse bath, cutting from that directly <laughs> to Jack pissing. Uh-huh. I mean, that's not for yeah. nothing. That is not for nothing. That's your thing. Uh, what are you giving it, John? What'd you say? 190. Mm-hmm. 190. Uh, I'll go 190. Giving an average of 193.33, which is indeed the highest yes. we've ever had, which absolutely makes sense. All right, our next one. This one might be a little tougher. Drag queen inspiration. Could a drag queen watch Brokeback Mountain uh, and come away with a whole book of ideas? Honestly, kind of. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Especially as the pair. Yeah. Because you have Ennis in like the brown khaki and then Jack in all the denim. I think when you see them together, you'd say like, oh, that's Jack and Ennis. Yeah. And the general 
sweeping themes from the rodeo and the vibe and like sure. i could definitely see lurleen has some very fun outfits yeah lurleen has fun outfits and i could definitely see like a full number inspired or like using the audio using some and euphoria things. just did a uh, tribute uh they recreated the hugging thing oh with uh zendaya i am as... not caught up okay. i just saw that spoiler alert spoiler alert no it's <laughs> i just I, so I like to wait for the season to be out and then i watch oh, binge it all yeah, to do your together. binge right yeah but i'm excited and i'm not and that doesn't feel like a spoiler to me it's not too much <laughs> zendaya hug someone okay um, also but also could... it's not like the biggest like oh obviously this would be right. yeah i think there's nothing numbers. that feels like, like oh that's so specifically brokeback mountain the look you know what i mean but I still think it could really be inspirational and definitely I could see it happening. So I could see Drag go... Kings having a field day. Oh, Drag Kings, sure. absolutely. I, I feel like it's just, there's a lot of drag inspiration there. And I think, like you said, Queens could do a version of it too. Um, yes. Especially with like, quote, lip syncs and what have you. Mm. Um, uh, and aesthetics. So I'm going to go with 140. 140. I think there's nothing to me. There's no like look that feels so specifically iconic. The iconic shirts. Yeah, but the two shirts on a the hanger. two shirts. Uh, yeah, you know you're them the separately. Hanger. You're the hanger. You're I'm the gonna, hanger. The queen's the hanger, and then you have Thank the two you. shirts and the little postcard. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a hundred. <laughs> it's not pageanty, but it could be fun. Also, so. yeah, Anne Hathaway's like rodeo look. Yes. Um, sure. Sure. I'll give it a 140 as well. Give it an average of 126.67, which is 20 points higher than Phantom Thread. And that had so many dresses. Uh, all right. Finally, the last Someone of the- Someone can be the sheep. I'm just going to say. Someone can sure. be the sheep. Bring it in the sheep. <laughs> Put a bath mat on your back. Here we go. You're that a sheep. slain sheep? Come on. <laughs> Thank you. Entrails for days. Maddie Morphosis? Come on. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> you know it's in her, in her book. <laughs> All right. The last of the iconic categories, camp factor. How campy is Brokeback Mountain? Well, they go camping. Yeah. They go camping. They go camping. I mean, this is one of those things where like, it's not a campy movie. It's so like honest and real and grounded. And it feels so, so like Mm -hmm. it, it, it feels tough to want us to be true to it. Feels like you're insulting it or you're criticizing it, which you're not. You know what I mean? Like it's not right. a campy movie, so you you'd want to give it a low score, but it also feels like you're dinging. But we have to be honest, though. You know, that we, is yeah. true. It's but one just, of the I'm three iconic the categories. I agree, but it's really but, not campy. It's right. not that campy. Well, what, how about you, Mark? There's have like you found anything specific hints. campy about this? I do have a quick list of campy things I noticed from Brokeback Mountain. So here we go. Uh, having to treat Randy Quaid with a motocrum of respect. Wood paneling. Wondering if the author knew Brokeback sounds a lot like Bareback. And if she did, would she have done anything different? Sleeping with sheep is a little <laughs> on the nose. Taxidermy. Hiding from the forest service. Eating straight out of a tin can. Driving movies. A shitty little kid left alone for two seconds and immediately destroying a grocery store display. Your husband completely shutting you out of his relationship with his fishing buddy. Motel... <laughs> Room rendezvous. It takes over an hour for there to be our love is like a bucking bronco metaphor. Anne Hathaway working an adding machine. The sinister way their sideburns keep getting bigger. A grandpa undermining a parent's authority. Never catching any fish on your fishing trips. A benefit for the bleakly named childless country home. And finally, eating pie at the Greyhound bus terminal. It's a great list. It's solid. It's a good list. Thank you. Um, but not and, that campy overall. And then still going to rate it 35. 35. <laughs> 
I, because I actually go camping, <laughs> I will give it a 70. 70. <laughs> I mean, it also does have King of the Road on the soundtrack by Roger Miller. There you There's go. a little camp element. Okay. There. Okay. Uh, I'll give it a 50. Give it an average of 51.67. Finally, we are into the crown jewels. So these categories we don't rate. We either say, we either vote it gets it or it doesn't. Okay. Okay. The first one, a 15% bonus for a positive portrayal of homosexuality. Does Brokeback Mountain have a positive portrayal of homosexuality? I would say, I've been thinking about this. Go figure. Yes, this is, yeah, yeah this is a- I think it does present their love as the beautiful, the negative yes. thing is heterosexuality. It's, it's society. Yes. It's society. The homosexuality is fun and beautiful and the only moments they are free and the thing they should be pursuing. Mm-hmm. It is the society around them that is the negative portrayal. I agree. I agree. It is the, the movie doesn't condemn the, their feelings for each other. Mm-hmm. And in the and end, it, the movie's almost saying they should go for it. Just live your life, yes. you know? Yeah, I agree. And I will say yes. I'm going to also say yes. I also think, uh, you know, when it came out, it was absolutely like such a positive Yes, right. Compared to any two crew members, apparently came out the week of of the first week of production. Yeah, (laughs) could you imagine? One of them was Randy Rainbow, unfortunately. (laughs) Unfortunately. (laughs) (laughs) All right, that's it. We're done. Oh wait, no, No, one more. Not done. Sorry. I I wanted to leave on a high of my Randy Rainbow joke. All right, finally, negative again at the end. Uh, negative 50% of all the points if this is the movie Boat Trip. This is not the movie Boat Trip, so it will not lose 50% of its points. Yeah, I agree. It's not the movie Boat Trip. Okay. okay Even though they say so they're true, fishing, yeah. they never go fishing. This is and they true. Never go boat on trip. a boat. As we go. We yeah. never do see a boat now that you mentioned no. Not even never. a rowboat. Not even a rowboat. Wow. Yeah. I'm take docking this down a star. All right. That's it. We're done. <gasps> Okay, so Ruha, now that we've been through it all, uh-huh. do you still think it will hit the top 10? I think I'm hopeful and I'm going to say yes. Ooh. Okay. What do you think, we'll John? See. I mean, there are a few things that it didn't do well in. I think it deserves the top 10. I will say that. All right. Uh, I'll tell you exactly how it did. Out of total possible 2,544.64 points, Brokeback Mountain had scored 2,023.31 points, giving it a percentage of 79.51%, making it the 18th gayest movie ever. Not as gay as Grease 2, but gayer than Strictly Ballroom. I can't okay. behind Grease 2. I feel <laughs> like know, we failed. Grease 2 has Lorna <laughs> Love in it, though. Is... Grease 2 is a lot campier. It's a musical. It's, it's campier. very campy. There's yeah. a whole Tom of Fidland. A child of, <laughs> of Judy yes. Garland in it. Yes. Yeah, because Brokeback, even though it is a gay oh. movie, it's a gay story, it's not it, I should so say so many aspects yes, of sorry. gay. They are actually tied. Her. They both have 79.51%. Oh, so it's tied oh, with Grease 2. It's tied huge. with Grease 2 behind... The Ten Commandments. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. I mean, tied with Grease too. Actually, yeah. That should be on the poster. Tied with Grease too. <laughs> as gay as Grease too is what should oh, be the on poster, the poster. Of Brokeback Mountain. Yeah. The poster is the gayest part of the movie, as we all <laughs> agree. Yeah, we all decided. <laughs> all agreed. The poster would be number one on the list. Yeah. You don't um, need to come out of the closet. Just the buy the poster. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's done. 
what a Amazing. fantastic, well, fun movie what to go a through. Treat. Top 20, I'll take it. Thank you. <laughs> We're happy. Um, we'll stick around to hear an email, Ruha. You want to stick around to hear an email? Sounds great. I love yeah. hearing emails. You love emails. <laughs> you as love as listening know. to emails. It's <laughs> <laughs> the only way I do that. <laughs> you love spoken email poetry. Uh, so we got an email from Jim, and it is titled 1776 The Musical. And Jim writes, hello. I wanted to add something to the conversation about 1776, which you discussed in the top of the episode on Singing in the Rain. Jason Sheridan said he remembered the one horny joke in that movie, but that movie is surprisingly horny, mm. mostly because of the song he plays the violin. The thinly veiled subtext is 100% about Thomas Jefferson fucking. Seriously, he's the scene. here's the scene, and then they provide a, the YouTube link and says, thanks, Queen, love the show, Jim. So thank you, Jim. Yes, you are right. He plays the violin is uh, what, uh, how you would talk about uh, fucking and what the time of seven, in the year of 1776. <laughs> Just like plucking straight. I li- I got through okay. two minutes of it before. Uh, <laughs> you had to shut it off. I had to shut it off. It seemed mostly like a women prancing around in the uh, a courtyard. Sure. Uh, I mean, but for musical theater, it was definitely like, yeah, it's, it's a song about fucking. And it's in the movie Blythe Danner on the stage. It was Betty Buckley. Wow. Yeah, there you is go. that a horn? Do you remember that being a particularly horny musical, John? Have you seen it ever? I have seen it several times. Uh, I wouldn't say it's I don't think of it as like a musical I would beat off to. Not that there's any musical I beat off to, really. Uh, but, um, um, what's uh, Full Monty? Uh, Full Monty. Oh, sure. There you go. Mean uh, Girls. Oh, Book Fire. of Mormon. Thank there you. <laughs> Book of Mormon. Newsy. <laughs> And Hathaway, the one guy who did the one arm pull ups and rent that I would beat off to. Uh, I mean, it's like dirty old man horny. Don't do the one arm pull up. Well, he there does the one arm pull up. Thank you. You want to pull out? Um, yeah, I mean, there's some just a dirty old man horniness to it. Definitely. I also don't want to think about Thomas Jefferson having sex. He's such like a toxic, despicable person, you know? Yeah. Okay, so. fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. But Jim, you're right. It is a much. But Jim is right. It's a much horny musical than we gave it credit for. Jim is right about the movie. Just seventeen seventy. We're not blaming Jim for no. the peccadilloes of Thomas Jefferson. We didn't yeah. know when they wrote seventeen seventy six that. I mean, we probably did. No, they, they made that Some people knew. Some people knew. People knew. People knew. <laughs> Most people knew, but uh, didn't but care. People didn't care. But people they didn't care. That's not why you, you didn't buy a ticket for that. That's not why you're going to the theater. We know, and we don't care that people are offended. That's the difference between then and now. Uh, Ruha, what a delightful, oh, what a treat it was person, to have you as a great guest. You are. Is there anything you'd like to plug, promote, or show for at this time? This was so fun. Um, uh, no, <laughs> you want to plug how much fun you had on this podcast? Uh, I would love to plug this podcast and how much oh, fun I had. I'd like right, to plug myself you. as a podcast guest. Absolutely, come with my highest recommendation. Co-sign for both Co-signed of us. and yes. delivered. Thank you. Um, I'm working with the Comedy Co-op LA trying to start this new oh, nice. comedy theater. So hopefully we'll have more stuff coming up this year. Are there socials? Are there ways that we can follow along to find out? Yes. Uh, comedy Co-op LA on Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, all the all the things. All the things. All um, the things. And there's a link tree on the, the Comedy Co-op LA's Instagram to the website and all that fun stuff. So beautiful. Follow along. Wonderful. Yeah. 
Right. Well, thank you. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Two Old Queens, TWO Old Queens. Follow me on Letterboxd, where I maintain the current movie ranking. Yes. Yeah, so you can email us at Two Old Queens, TWO Old Queens at gmail.com. Let us know what we got wrong. Is there some horniness in Brokeback Mountain we missed? We'd love to hear it. Let us I know. I doubt that. <laughs> I think we got it all, but who knows? There's still maybe some uh, rocks we didn't uncover. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. Also, if you have a moment, if you could go to uh, iTunes and rate us five stars and give us a lovely review, it helps the algorithm and helps people find the podcast. We've also got a Patreon. Go yes. to patreon.com slash two old queens to get two extra episodes a month for a measly $5. Isn't a whole crazy? three extra hours at least a <laughs> at month. At the very least. And also, this kind we of content. We've got merch. If you go to Tee Public and search for two old queens, uh, you use a lot of fun stuff you can buy for yourself and your loved ones. And a percentage of all the proceeds goes to the Okra Project. So you're not just buying merch, you're helping people out. <laughs> and that's it. We're all done. Yes. We're going back up the mountain. Back up the mountain. I'm going fishing, honey. <laughs> if you know what I hey mean. Hey, girl. I'm going fishing. Where the bears okay. are. Hey. All right. All right. Um, we'll see you next time, everybody. <laughs> Stay safe. Goodbye. Now it's time for credits. We got music by Danny Cohen. Artwork by Conrad Shin. And special thanks to Alex Archer and Mike Rennie. Bye. Bye. We didn't get that right. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.